staying in contact. I'm London Mitchell. In today's program, we are going to visit two of my favorite topics, history and exploring your family roots. My guest is Shirley Green, who has just published a book about a direct ancestor who fought in the Revolutionary War and, while doing so, uncovered something in the history of the war I'm sure many of us did not know, that freeborn blacks enlisted in the Continental Army. The story is interesting and enlightening. Shirley is an adjunct professor of history at the University of Toledo and Bowling Green State University and serves as the director of the Toledo Police Museum. So, what was it that prompted you to do the research and write the book? Yeah, this book is, wow, over 20 years in the making. And what prompted the book was uh, my attempts to answer a question about my maternal grandfather's heritage. Um, my mother is from Lynn, Massachusetts, and her father, however, is from Nova Scotia, Canada. And I always thought that his family uh, resided or came to migrate to Nova Scotia, Canada by the Underground Railroad, that his ancestors were possibly fugitive uh, slaves. And um, this book is kind of the culmination of the research that I did, just starting to answer that one question. Um, how the research started was I was attending a undergraduate class at the University of Toledo in African-American history. And the instructor, a wonderful professor by the name of Dr. Nikki Taylor, was speaking about the first great wave of emancipation for Blacks after the American Revolution. And she started to talk about a group of Blacks who remain loyal to the King. And um, as a group, collectively, they're called Black Loyalists. And this group of Black Loyalists at the end of the war had to leave the now new United States. And um, many of them migrated to Nova Scotia, Canada. And when I heard that part of the story, um, I decided to do more research to see if whether or not my grandfather's uh, ancestors arrived uh, as part of that wave of Black loyalists at the end of the American Revolution. And that is basically what I did discover after uh, many years of doing research, and that is the culmination of the book. So not only did you find out about your ancestors, but actually I think you've uncovered a piece of American history that most of us don't know anything about. I, I Well, I teach now at the University of Toledo and Bowling Green State University, and um, I have taught courses in the American Revolution and early American history. And uh, what I like to stress to the students that everyone wasn't a patriot during the American Revolution and the Revolutionary War, that some people stayed neutral and other people stayed loyal to the crown. And um, talking about that uh, that part of the history of the American Revolution is is really enlightening to the students. And then also adding into the fact that we had uh, Blacks who actually fought in the war on both sides is also uh, illuminating to them as well. And that is what is so interesting about my, uh, my mother's uh, side of the family is that you had two brothers who decided to serve with the Continental Army on the side of the Patriots, but uh, Throughout the war, uh, they served together for three years. And then at one point in the war, the younger brother decided to leave and go to the British side. 
And it's that line of my mother's family that comes from Nova Scotia. I'm a big fan of the uh, television program uh, with Professor Gates. And right. I think that uh, some of the things he uncovers and opens the door for us to really, really look at, at our own tr uh, roots, our own uh, interactions with history, uh, I think it's fascinating, and you have certainly found that out about your own roots. Right. It's it's really interesting because those stories are usually uh, kept within the family. It's just a matter of getting the story holders, the people who know the stories, to uh, tell the rest of the family. And the Franklin family, that is my uh, mother's family, um, they had an oral tradition that was passed down through the men of the family. And when I found out this fact about Black loyalists and Black loyalism in my uh, undergraduate history class, I immediately went home and called my mother and I asked her how her father's people got to Nova Scotia, Canada. And she said the same thing I did, you know, the traditional story of how Blacks got into Canada during that period of time. And uh, she said, well, I think it's the Underground Railroad. And I said, I don't think so. So we called her older sister, my, uh, my Aunt Hattie. And um, she repeated it. She said, I think it's the Underground Railroad. And I said, I don't think so. And eventually we called their older brother. And my Aunt Hattie at the time was living in Rhode Island. And my Uncle Benny was living in his native and my mother's native hometown of Lynn, Massachusetts. And I called him and I said, uh, hey, Uncle Ben, how did Pa's people, that's what we called my grandfather, get to Nova Scotia? And he said, I told you. And I said, no, you didn't. And um, then he told the uh, the Franklin oral tradition, the oral history, which is the basis, uh, the foundation of my research. And it goes like this: the first Franklin, uh, but they were all, they, but they were called initially Frank. The first Frank came to America from the west coast of Africa by way of Haiti, and eventually his uh, descendants lived in Rhode Island. And two of those descendants, two brothers with the last name of Frank, William and Ben Frank, um, signed up to serve with the Continental Forces um, during the Revolutionary War. And it was called the Black Regiment out of Rhode Island. And that is the basis of the story. So what I tried to do after I got that story from my Uncle Ben is try to prove all of the different facts in the oral history of the Frank slash Franklin family. Um, with documentary evidence, and um, I did use DNA evidence to corroborate some of the um, uh, parts of the story as well. And a lot of it was, most of it, I should say, was accurate. Um, I did a DNA test for with my Uncle Ben, and he came back as a match for a person that lived in Togo, uh, present-day Togo, which is on the west coast of Africa. He also came back with a match uh, with a young man in the Dominican Republic, um, which is on the same island as Haiti. And um, after that, um, my Aunt Hattie and my cousin Donna, who were living in Rhode Island now when we were starting this research, went to the Rhode Island State Archives, were able to pull some of the military uh, records for uh, Frank brothers and found out that one of the Frank brothers, the younger brother, Ben Frank, deserted from the, uh, the Rhode Island Regiment. And when that happened, when that piece of information fell into the rest of the story, 
it started to make sense of how they could have possibly wound up in Nova Scotia. And that is basically um, the central theme of my story is how one brother stayed and why one brother left. What, uh, what do you feel now that you know all, all of this history? Has it, has it changed your perspective on you? Uh, would you encourage others to research? Uh, what what is really interesting, um, since I teach early American history, this allows me the opportunity to tell the story about my research and about my family's uh, history in the American Revolution. And generally, I always have students come after uh, to class um, the next day, the next class session, and talk about you know going home and talking to their grandparents and the elders in their family about their own family's history in the United States. So I think that is one thing that I like about using my own research in the classroom is because I can inspire other people to delve into their own family history. Um, for me personally, it is um, trying to come to an understanding of the decisions that both brothers made. William uh, was the older brother, he decided to stay. Ben Frank was the younger brother, um, he is the one who deserted. Um, but through them and their father, they started a family history, a family tradition in the Frank slash Franklin men of military service. Um, my Uncle Ben and his older brother, um, John William Franklin, and the names traveled down through the generations because these are the, the second coming of William and Ben Frank. Uh, my, my uncles, they both served in World War II. Um, they both served in the Korean conflict. Um, on the American side. Um, their father, who never renounced his Canadian citizenship, even after he moved to New York, he actually fought in World War I as well. So there, that started a Franklin um, military tradition. I look at um, the actions of William and Ben Franklin, in particular the younger brother Ben, who I'm a direct descendant of, as this individual who kind of made up his own mind on his own. And um, I don't, it, it, it helps me to understand some of the choices that I have made um, in my life. And um, I, I speak about that um, in the epilogue of the book, how um, understanding what the decisions that these two young men made, these two young man, men made um, during the course of their uh, military careers helped me to understand, you know, why I would decide to be a police officer uh, for the city of Toledo when there were very, very few female officers that were working there at that time. Um, so this sense of doing something outside of the norm. And I think um, the Frank brothers allows me, knowing about their history allows me to understand why I made the decisions that I made as well. And I think that helps other uh, families to do the same thing. There are traditions that, fall, that follow um, down different generations that I think some folks don't even know. And as they start to do research on their own family, they go, oh, this is why we do this, you know, those types of things. So I think it's really interesting. I, uh, and I agree with you, uh, Finding Your Roots with Dr. Henry Louis Gates, which comes on PBS on Tuesdays now, is a really good way of understanding um, how family history also is related to um, national history and international history. I think Dr. Gates just does a wonderful job of doing that. And I try to do that in my book as well. I not only talk about the Frank family and William and Ben Frank, the two two gentlemen that actually fought in the war, but also try to explain 
um, and provide an understanding of what the life and experiences were for free Blacks during that period of time. And that's another thing that we don't um, discuss that much. Um, before the Civil War, there's like 10% of African-Americans who are living today who can trace their family's freedom back to before the Civil War. And my family's one of them. They were free Blacks, free Native Americans that were living um, and thriving and trying to survive during the colonial period in the Revolutionary Era. And the Frank family was one of them. And I tried to um, open up that perspective in, in my book a little bit more because uh, oftentimes when you hear the story of the Black regiment um, that fought out of Rhode Island during the Revolutionary War, the story begins with the fact that the Rhode Island State Legislature decided to allow enslaved uh, Blacks to fight in the Revolutionary War in lieu of their freedom. That's where usually where the story of the Black Regiment begins, but there were already Black soldiers fighting in the Rhode Island regiments like the Frank Brothers, and I tried to tell that part of the story as well. Shirley Green. Her book is titled Revolutionary Blacks Discovering the Frank Brothers, Freeborn Men of Color, Soldiers of Independence. The book is available directly from West Home Publishing and from Amazon. That's our program for this week. Please feel free to send your comments through my website, londonmitchell.news. And accept this invitation to join us again next week as we continue staying in contact.